It's just about that time of the week. Time for the weekly Weebs podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite Weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. And welcome back to the Anime Assignment Review here on the Weekly Weebs Podcast. We are reviewing Kiyosugiga. Don't correct us on pronunciation, because honestly, don't really care. We, we try our best when it comes to some of these shows. But, uh, Zario, you assigned this one. Uh, Want to get us into it? Yeah, this was a, a show. I found this in just like a crunchy roll, like subgenre list of just uh, Toei animation shows. So I was like, oh, you know, that brought us Dragon Ball, so I might as well take it out. Um, this show is pretty, pretty weird, I I'd say. It. Uh, it was a it was a good watch. It's definitely like not one of the best shows I've seen. Um, I think I actually reviewed it pretty well though. But it's a uh, it's a it was a good like kind of show to just relax and watch. I think is what it ended up being for me. Yeah. But um, I really loved a lot of the concepts that they that they brought in though, like how. Just the idea of that guy being able to draw and bring all the stuff to life and, like, creating that whole world. Yeah, he literally created a whole world so him and his family can hide. And that whole world had its own sentient beings in it that he didn't even create. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, had the feel of an isekai for a while, and then you get more into the story. It's like, it's not. It's it's not. It's weirdly not. But it weirdly is at the same time. Yeah. it is an isekai for Koto or whatever her name is the the little girl the main girl yeah yeah because she technically was born in another world yeah um, I loved her familiars were treated as just like little brothers mm-hmm a and un un yeah un. yeah um, the little sort of family that they had going on there uh, in the priest's house was was really good. I liked that a lot. This show was one of, um, you know, we, we've had quite a few shows on, on here that are just, like, visually impressive, and this is definitely one of them for me. There's a lot of times that I was watching this show where uh, we get tons of beautiful shots like if I had watched this show prior to my last hosting one, I would have been talking about this show because we get a lot of really good shots of the city, and one of my favorite moments. Yeah, one of my favorite moments is when they're between uh, the world and the moon, and the moon is just like covered in plant life and flowers and the the planet is just kind of like painted yep it just it looked it, beautiful yeah it was gorgeous it was so beautiful this I'm, is a show where i need to rewatch it 100 percent to not be as confused from the first watch through yeah so yeah I was like, that, like fully coolie is a show that like 
I had I had to rewatch a couple times. Yeah. Not a couple times, but like once to like fully understand the entire plot. And I agree. The the plot I kind of was drifting in and out of. But it was of, slow in the beginning also. Yes. But there's a lot of things about the 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 show that the stuff did well. I think it did really well. Um, Bless you, Tempai. Uh, I love her hammer. That her hammer was badass. The science. Yeah, and just uh, everything about the mirror and the looking or the world in the looking glass, like you know, it's, it's a beautiful world. It is beautiful. Uh, I quoted this to Frenchie for the show that it's like fully coolly mixed with Madoka Magica but with the kill to kill animation. I yeah. I could see that. I yeah. mean Kill a Kill and Fully Cooly have pretty similar animation. Uh, I guess that's fair. But I'm pretty sure Like Fooly... to me, like it distinctively like the eyes and everything distinctively gave me Kill a Kill. Was it Kill a Kill, Fully Cooly, Girl Lagan are all connected by I think the creators? Yeah. I don't remember it's how the like, inspiration went. It's like two guys. Yeah, it's in. I I don't know if it's the same for this show. I have no idea. Never looked it up, but it does have the same like vibe of those shows. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And art style. I fucking love this art style so much. Me too. Same. Cause yeah, it does. It does have like those those bigger eyes that a lot of those sort of nineties uh, anime used to have. That. Is it- is it, I like these big eyes. There's some old anime that I fucking hate big eyes in. It's just when they're drawn this way, I like them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think... I thought that this show was good. I do think that the story was very confusing. Yeah. And it, I wish it I wish it was, uh, I guess, a little easier to follow because of the world that they built and the characters they built were so well done. That it was very confusing. Yeah, the, yeah, the, I agree yeah, I feel like if the story was, like, a, like if the story did better in regards to trying to you know, give us what it was trying to do, it, then I probably would like the show a little bit more. It, yeah. I, 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 literally, I literally watched a 15-minute in-depth, uh, what you call it, like, explanation of the plot, because I was confused for a while. Oh, uh, that's probably a good idea. And also, the, the very first episode, the Zero, episode Zero was technically, like, spoilers, but also kind of had, like, nothing to do with the, the show itself. 100%. No, I was very confused when I watched that. Yeah, same. Because, yeah. I will say, in the review, too, they get to the point, she's fighting the robot when the councils... Yeah, the uh, Council of Three. Yeah. I did not like Kurama. I do not trust that motherfucker. What's, what's her name? That's the Kurama. oldest one that just sat on the fucking, the, like... Yeah. He was the Buddha. So, the, the, the fucking recap, I said, was talking about how... That when he was a kid, all he wanted to do, like, they actually, like, went and did research and, like, fucking, like, in-depth thought about this more after, like, I guess they probably watched it multiple times. But he was saying that character, all he wanted to do was to be accepted and go in the outside world and stuff. But as soon as he was going to go do that, his dad and his mom took him into this fucking thing because he was drawn and wasn't a real human. Went into this world, saw this beautiful world that his dad helped them build, or his dad built... And then helped his dad build up the world into a fucking city that you see today. The and became utopia. the leader. And then got tired of it and was still wanted to go. Because he felt in this place he was accepted, finally. Mm-hmm. That, in a place where he belongs. But he still wanted to be accepted in the outside world. So that whole science thing, he built that so they could develop technology and trying to get out into the outside world still. 
And that's why he was so dead set on trying to get the fuck out because he wanted to go out and be accepted in the explore world mm. that he never got to go explore because he was never allowed to go like downtown or into the city. But here he was able to go in the city and basically rule it in a sense. Fuck. That's fair. Yeah. This this in depth convers- this in depth video made me think about characters a lot more after watching it. Now I wanna rewatch it so I can fucking like understand it fully. Like take what I saw in that video and apply it to the knowledge of the real it's basically what I feel like when I would watch Evan Neon Genesis Evangelion after watching it once. After we talked about it. And since you've watched it more than once, mm-hmm. knowing deeper concepts that I wasn't thinking about when I watched and then take those deeper concepts and apply that to the rewatch of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Kind of same that's how that's how show. I feel like with this show, if that makes sense. That does make sense. That but does. it's not as deep as Neon Genesis is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I ended up not really caring about the plot of this show that much because same. it was a little hard to kinda for me it was just sort of hard to stay in the yeah. plot. But um that was kind of okay because the characters just independently are all so good uh and even the the stuff that like it was the stuff that didn't have much to do with the the grand <laughs> you know the grand plans of the shrine and shit like that that i like the most like when uh the sister lost her cup and it was the worst thing in the world so they had to find a new cup for her like, that was a really good episode. That was. Yeah. I really like her interaction with both the main group and also just with all of her familiars yep. in her house and stuff. Because I think it's called The Little Sisters House of Monsters mm-hmm. or something is that episode. I really like that episode. Just because, like, they're so scared, but also, like, what do we do? We got to get this for her because they love her so much. Yeah. And she's really weird, and I like her for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the characters themselves, like, even the guy with the beads... That guy killed me, especially with his fucking... Her like, brother? Yeah, especially with his interactions with uh, the main character and the fucking familiars. <laughs> he's like, you two, like, y'all pissing me off. I will throw beads at you. Yeah. <laughs> and he good and goddamn did. Um, I love their little household. But also, mommy. Yes. Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the adult Koto. Yeah. It's yeah. a rabbit, bro. A rabbit Still. Buddha. Still, mommy. In the body of a Buddha goddess. <laughs> yeah, well, that that the main character is literally a daughter of a goddess and a god. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is so is so I when I was a watching Buddha the recap, this didn't really explain it. They thought of their dad, right? The dad is the creator of the world, right? The guy um, who does the painting, world, yeah. the guy that was wearing the mask. Yes, he's yep. the dad that painted the world. Yes. They consider him a god, or he says he himself is a god, but he's just a regular dude in the real world. He's not a regular dude. He he's worked... a dude that can paint things in his universe and make them come to life. How is he? A, how is he considered a god? He, uh, he's considered a god because he his job is to watch over the creation of life in the universe. Okay. So that his brother can make rules about governing life in the universe. Okay, who the fuck is his brother? It was he, that military guy at he, the end. Yeah, he had like the, the all white suit and the really long flowy ponytail. Okay. He, he also had the little two cat familiars. 
Um, yeah, that stuff was kind of just crammed in at the end. It was part of the, the weird plot line. But, but yeah, he for sure... Their dad is... It's an actual god. Okay, it's cool. an actual god, yeah. That part confused me. I was like, I thought he was just a dude that painted, and he just fucked a, this goddess chick, had one baby, created two of the non-babies, and then had another baby. Yeah. Not that, I that mean, that still basically is all that happened, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> still god. Yeah. It's tough to be a god. That's such a good fucking movie. It is. God, I wrote Eldorado. I want to watch that now. <laughs> It's so hard to watch it because you can't find it on, like, streaming services. I'm pretty sure it's on one of them, isn't it? Nope. What company made it? DreamWorks. Okay. Then wouldn't it be on... Does Disney own DreamWorks? No. Because no. it's, like, the anti-Pixar. Okay. What would that be? It's got to be on, like, Hulu. Nope. I've Trust me, I've looked. Because Erica and I have been dying to watch that movie for so long. We checked all our streaming sites. We checked Hulu, Netflix, uh, Paramount, HBO. Not Wait, that would be on Paramount. Because isn't Shrek on Paramount? That's also DreamWorks. It is. Um, but oh, also with this show, I loved the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. I, re- I didn't care about the open, but I really liked the clothes. The Same. clothes is great, but this show had a lot of times during each episode where like the ost would really catch me off guard with how good it is uh it has a habit of using like a lot of this kind of because they're talking about like gods and buddha a lot of the music is this kind of like low kind of chanting sort of sort of thing that keeps popping up nope some peacock um and and yeah the, the music was great but yeah, that closing was probably the best part about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would. I feel like. I feel like they had an idea, like they had the right idea for the story. I think that what they did was a good idea. I think they introduced it too late. I think just that how they executed the whole thing was yeah crazy. Well, I feel like if they were to have introduced like the general guy, like the uncle, I guess you'd say later. Then, or earlier, excuse me, then it probably would have helped with the overall plot. Because at first, yeah. like, it seems very episodic. Was he, I can't remember, uh, was he around when they were first talking about Shrine in the first, like, two or three episodes? No. Because they mentioned, because Shrine gets brought up relatively early. The first time and he gets introduced is in the episode after the mom and dad return. Okay, yeah, that's, I guess that was kind of what I thought. Which, uh, yeah, which I'm fine with them, like, you know, with the mom and dad, like, you know, returning later. I, that's fine. But I feel like he should I have shown up. I wasn't expecting them to return at all. Yeah. What we had, to be honest. I wish he would have, the general guy would have showed up earlier, though, because if that's such a, you know, if that one girl is such a big, you know, key to the whole universe and everything, to the world, mm-hmm. you'd think he would have shown up earlier to be like, hey... We need this to, we need this to happen. Bless you. Thank you. Ooh. And, yeah. Plus, it felt weird the way that they brought the mom back. To me, it made zero sense. She got, To be fair, most of this show made zero sense. Yeah, yeah like, she true. got ate by a robot, which transported her to another dimension that she her mom ba- just happened to be in. She was basically imprisoned. And that's what Kodo went in with the hammer, was to basically break her out. 
and was able to basically smash reality. That hammer's fucking dope. Yes, it I is. love that weapon. Yeah. That is, to her, what a guitar is to Haruko. Mm-hmm. That's Literally. Her. Literally. But um, that's why I said that recap episode very helpful. Because it kind of explained that a little bit of her able to use that hammer to break mom out. Gotcha. I'm still trying to figure out the different familial relations because, like... We also actually see her smash through reality in the last two episodes when she goes to beat up her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the dad, the rabbit girl, had three kids. One of them biological. Two of them were uh, drawn characters. Mm -hmm. The guy was like, I don't think those drawn characters should exist. So they fled into one of his paintings. Inside of his paintings, they're like, okay, mom and dad are basically like, we need to escape. We're just going to abandon our kids here and fucking leave. While they were out there, had a kid. Kid broke in. That's Koda. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember, because I think, there was one point that I think I went up to do something while still trying to watch. Oh, if like, you, oh, like, you can't. If you oh, look yeah. away from I this, realized that a couple on. times, yeah. and I'm just like, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you can't look away from this show. That's super true. And that's why I really wish this show had been dubbed. Like, yeah, I'm pretty okay with sub shows, but when they are super fucking confusing, like this <laughs> one, I would really appreciate a dub. Yeah, because that way, even true. if you do look away for a second, you can at least understand like this is what's going on. Well, we don't know until we watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another really good shot that's in that series is when the worlds are collectively falling apart and uh Kodo is standing on top of the shrine on top of the tower uh and you just see the busted up planets like laying on top of the city just really sad but beautifully drawn shots do you guys remember the shot or the the scene where she punches this little kid in the face (laughs) and the guy was like no this is how you do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the humor in the show was really good. It was. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, like, it introduced it, like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And it was, <sighs> it was a banger. I definitely agree that this show might need a rewatch to understand it more. Yeah. But I'm at a place with this show. Where I'm honestly okay with that because I'm willing to watch the show again because I still enjoyed it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys the two videos that I watched. The people that kind of helped me understand this more. I don't know if I would personally rewatch it again. Like maybe down the line I might, but I watched not, uh, not this fresh. A video is called "Before You Watch Kiyosu Giga TV" is relayable, and the other video I watched was. Anything he draws comes to life, and then it cuts off, because I don't want to click the video. But that's by Anime Recap. It's just sigh. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, there is... Uh, there's a, a character in Japanese folklore, who, fun fact, they made a Teen Titans movie about this guy, uh, who was able to... Paint? Shogun? Yeah, who was able to paint, and his paintings came to life. I love that movie. Also, good movie. The 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 very the very first the video. Russia I, gun. Yeah. The very first video I watched talked about how this show is heavily uh, one re- 
already know is heavily influenced by Buddhism. Yeah. And there's a bunch of Easter eggs in this. Fun fact, she was talking about how she researched it. This is the relayable one. Saying how she, when she was researching it, she found so many Easter eggs of just the buildings in this show look like actual historical buildings from, like, temples and stuff. Oh, cool. And then she didn't want to go too more too much details about other ones because it would have been spoilers for the show. So she didn't want to talk about it. But apparently, if you do your research, you'll find so many, like, Easter eggs to uh, that religion or spiritual belief and other things. So if you're finding a bunch of videos on this, that means that the show has... I've only just watched two. I have no idea if there's any more. Okay. Well, still, the fact that they exist means that this show has a following, and that's interesting. Because yeah. confusing shows, unless, except for, like, you know, Attack on Titan or something, tend to not have big followings. Mm. And, well, I think the big thing is with Attack on Titan, it's confusing but straightforward. Yeah. Like, if you jump in late in the show, yeah, it's going to be real fucking confusing. <laughs> but, like, this one, it's kind of confusing from the beginning. Yeah. Especially when you then throw in episode zero, which makes no sense yeah, at all. Yeah, if you watch that first, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Because, so am I the only one that watched episode zero? I watched it. I watched it. Okay. Just, like, when she when she rescues mom, and she goes, I want to go home. Like, oh, so it's going to be, like, you know, maybe, like, a look ahead, and it's going to be her story of wanting to go home. Not that at all. It was, it was absolutely not that. I thought it was going to be like an isekai-based one that she's trying to figure out how to get home like most isekais. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no. Not not that. But right. there was there was a beautiful complexity to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really threw you for a loop for a while. Um, but I think this has that kind of... Not exact, but that kind of Evangelion ideology in regards to the plot of really have having to kind of think and process it all and i mean yeah i mean there's plenty there's videos about it you know explaining the show which means you know Mm -hmm. there's obviously something that you know deeper to it that a lot of people would have like us would have missed the first time i would love to make a series that just makes a bunch of people that i'll probably never meet just think about shit yeah that'd be cool and then you just host a zoom call where everyone gets high and talks about it yeah i mean there are college courses about neon genesis mm-hmm. yeah i remember you bringing uh saying that when we uh discussed the show that's that's insane there are so many discussions like it's obviously not nearly on that same level but the discussion groups that i've seen about the complexity of light yagami as a character right yeah I love those types of shows. This one I just thought was too, trying to shove too much into a 10-episode show. Like, I thought Neon Genesis was a really good length. Like, the fact that they... Oh, for how complex it was? Yeah, it expands yeah, upon stuff. I that felt, show was probably too long, actually. Yeah. Well, that's because there's a fucking four minutes where she's just... And Shinji's just... Just, stand, just standing by the train tracks. Just Also, we didn't need to see him come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see any coming in this show. <laughs> Thank God. Only the results of it. But I thought... I really like how the characters interacted with each other. I thought there was really good development there. Um, yeah. The familiars were... I love the familiars when all the fucking townspeople are just like the fucking bouncing thing where different colors. 
and the fucking familiars start arguing and then just start fighting like cats. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a nice little touch. Yeah. There was a lot of, like... like I loved the world that they were in, that, like, painting-styled world. I thought that was really cool with the familiars and everything. A thought I just had, this would be a really fun video game to play. Yes. Yeah. Be a I cool world that. to be in. Um, well, something sort of similar to this would be Okami. I know you love that game. I do. I do. (laughs) Just your delivery of I do. (laughs) I really do. Nope. Have you guys ever played Okami? Nope. I watched Matt play it a little bit. I never actually got into it myself. Oh, you didn't? I just. Okay, when I say recently, I wanted to say the time I started Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. Before that, I pretty much only played first person shooters. And then I started getting fucking shit on by fifth graders all the time because my reaction time wasn't as good. Yeah, I started getting old. pissed off. So then I started switching. Oh, I'm going to try Ghost of Tsushima. Fell in love with that. I'm kind of good at that game. And then now I start playing games more like that. But as soon as I finished Ghost of Tsushima and was 100, I 100% the, the very first part of the game, like everything. And then I was doing the the new game Plus mode for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And 100% that. I 100% of Legends. And I was just working through that. Oh, yeah. And then I got pneumonia. And then at that same time, my PlayStation got hacked. Mm. Call them. everything up. Yeah. Call them. Um, but Okami is about, you play as the sun god Amaterasu. Mm-hmm. And you have a magic paintbrush that the stuff that you draw, like, kind of comes to life. So you're just Sai, but you're named after the Uchiha attack. Yeah, you- but you're a wolf. You told me once. So you're in Kiba's family. Yeah. You told me once about a a, a concept for Assassin's Creed about them going after Japanese uh, lore and religion with Amaterasu and that stuff for Assassin's Creed. The Shinto religion? Would be so fucking cool. I think about that all the time. Oh, they're making a Japanese Assassin's Creed. Are you sure I was talking about Assassin's Creed? You were the one that you're telling me about. You're like, do you think it would be so cool if they were to make an Assassin's Creed... Was it? I'm pretty sure it was you. They're doing Japan. Yeah, they're doing I haven't, Witch Trials. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed oh, game fuck. since Syndicate, so I don't know if that was. If that was I must have been like I mean, a God of War. In I love Maybe that's what much. it was. I think it was a God of War Japanese stuff. It was God yeah. of War. Yeah, it was probably God of War because that's what we were talking I'd been about. playing Ragnarok. But this was like two and a half years ago. Oh, I remember this conversation. Though, like The other God of War. I don't know, this conversation happened, and it was yeah. about a game that had other religions in it, and you're like, why don't they just fucking do a Japanese one? That'd be so cool. It would be sweet. We are getting a Japanese Assassin's Creed game, so I guess if I, if I was talking about that, that version of Zack would be really happy. I have no idea what timeline we were in, <laughs> or what, uni- what parallel universe we were in. Apparently we've merged into a different one, who knows? Again. So probably happens at least three once every three weeks. My mind's fucking crazy. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on this show? Uh, I feel good. like it would be a lot better if I wasn't confused on the first watch through. But like, if I pro- if, if I were to watch it again, I'd probably rate it higher after like learning more about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I I think I'm the same on. But that. granted, this is still above average for what I scored. Yeah, oh, I would say all things considered. Uh, the show got rated pretty well by me. Yeah. I mean, same. I got higher than I thought it would. Yeah. Alright, shall we go into ratings? 
to do it. You out. I'll go ahead and start. Uh, personal enjoyment, I gave it a seven. Confused or not, I really had a good time going through this show. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, animation, I gave a nine. As I said, visually, the show was really impressive pretty much the whole way through. Mm. Uh, character development, I gave an eight. I love yeah. the characters. We just didn't last time because it was freezing. And I didn't want to die. That's fair. Uh, character development, I give an eight. I love the characters in the show. Uh, it was, you know, they definitely did some good, good character writing, I thought. Yeah. Soundtrack, I gave a nine. Soundtrack was banger. Uh, world building, I gave, I gave a six. Because I, I think, I think we learn a decent amount about the the world that they're in but it's everything beyond the world that they're in where That's things, fair point. things start getting sort of iffy it gets a little dicey yeah but i think uh i think it was good for the the world beyond the looking glass itself uh six still might be generous looking at you yeah um but I love that song. Uh, but yeah, it definitely can't be any higher than six. Uh, plot, I gave a five, which I also think is pretty generous. But um, it was probably better than <coughs> I realized. I just kept getting lost away from it. Uh, art style, I gave a ten. Looks amazing. Uh, uniqueness, I gave... I actually gave that an eight because because I, I didn't really feel like there were there was any there were because it was kind of similar yeah it's a sort of like Neon Genesis or kind of a fully coolie but at the same time it just they're just not this show you know it it, it just stands out to me recommendability I, I gave a six I'm probably not gonna go around telling people to watch this show. He gonna be uh, fucking confused as shit. Here you go. Yeah, but I will probably tell people about this show. Tell them about it, but if they want to watch it, they can. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll probably talk to my coworkers at least about this show, you know. And right. Because I I definitely enjoyed it, but uh, I'm I'm probably not gonna like push this on a lot of people. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, total, if my math is right, is 74, which I was kind of expecting it to be somewhere in the low 60s, so. That's fair. Um, I think some of our scores are going to be similar. Yeah. Uh, personal enjoyment, I gave it a 7. Overall, I had a fun time watching it, even though I found myself confused. Mm -hmm. And there were times I felt it just kind of dragged on and I wanted it to be over. But <laughs> yeah. overall, I enjoyed the music, I enjoyed the animation, I enjoyed the character design, stuff like that. And that hammer was fun to watch. Yeah. Hammer time. Uh, animation, I gave an 8. I thought that was probably the best part of the show. Because it gave me some like good vibes of, you mentioned... Um, Kill a Kill, Darling the Franks as well. Oh, yeah. That type sure. of animation. Uh, character development, I gave a seven. I thought the world was lackluster, but the characters were not. Yeah. And even sure. in like the single episodes we got to, the priest was a great character. Yes. The way he developed from what we saw at the beginning with Kodo to how it progressed with the brother and everything like that, too. And even when we learned how he became part of that 
family, it really seems psychotic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're our like, son now. Yeah. I saw... <laughs> yeah, you killed yourself, and now you can never die again. Oh, and you're our son. Soundtrack 8. I really like that close. And like you mentioned, the music inside the show stuff was great. It would be higher if I liked the open more. Sure. Overall, solid though. World building, I gave a 5. The the world they build is cool, but we don't get a lot of depth to it. It's really tough to understand at certain points what exactly they're trying to do. And that's also one of the reasons I gave the plot a four. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I will say, if this was an episodic show that just talked about these characters, I thought it was would have been really fun. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, actually. It, this is one of those shows that could have benefited a lot from being like a weird fantasy slice of life. Mm. Yeah. Uh, VA performance, I gave a five. I kind of do that on a lot of the sub ones because I... I don't know what good Japanese acting is. That's uh, JoJo subbed. I, uh, I, I can kind of, I can kind of tell. I just felt that this this show, because, I, uh, I don't know. When you watch enough anime, you can tell when their emotions are being invoked the way that they should be in the scene, even if you can't understand the necessarily nuances of their language yeah uh emotion is kind of universal and and as long as that's being portrayed well enough in their voice acting that's that's usually good enough for me mm-hmm. that's fair um our style gave a seven that it was really good i just like the design of the characters i thought oh, it was yeah. really cool yep um uniqueness i gave a nine one reason it's not a 10 is because it does give me vibes of, like, Fooly Cooly and just a few other shows. Yeah. That's the reason it's not purely unique. But, um, recommendability, I gave a 5. It's just, if I feel like it's a vibe for someone, maybe. <laughs> but overall, I'm probably not going to go out of my way to recommend this to people. Yeah. Overall, I gave it a 65. Yeah. I'm probably more likely to, like, physically show this show to somebody than I would ever be to be like, hey, you should go watch this. This show would probably be fun to watch high, though. It was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can't confirm. It was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> high, but with a dub. Yeah. The yeah. dub would have made it better, for sure. Crimson? Right. So, personal joy for me, I gave a seven. Uh, the characters were enjoyable. The world looked cool. Uh, the story was very confusing to me. That's why I got docked some points. Uh, animation, I actually gave it eight. I really liked the animation. I thought that uh, it gave that kind of old school kind of vibe animation, but also kept it like crisp and clean at the same time. Yeah. Uh, character development, I gave uh, I gave a seven. Um, I thought the characters did develop fairly well. Uh, there was some stuff that. Kind of, I think a lot of it also had to do with the plot in regards to that development. So that, because of the, because of the plot, the development confused me a bit. Um, soundtrack gave a 7. I thought, the, I thought the EP was great. I thought the music in the middle, like in the show itself, was really good. Um, the open was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, all, all around, it was fairly solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, world building and plot, I gave both 5. Uh, kind of in that same boat as Frenchie. Uh, the plot was very confusing, and 
I didn't understand five. I think he's being generous on that. Uh, the world building itself, I thought that the world looked cool. I like the world they built, but then once they started introducing the outside stuff and everything, it got really messy and really confusing. And I think if they had more time or more episodes to kind of uh, build with that, it probably would have been much better. Yeah. Uh, VA performance, I gave a six. I don't it kind of again same boat as Frenchie if it's I'm still understand the same language I'm gonna probably do normally five this one I got a little higher because there were some moments uh, where I could feel the emotion with the characters especially towards the end yeah uh, art style and uniqueness I gave both eight I really like the art style and it's definitely a unique show other than like I mean there was a couple shows that we you know talked about that I was close to but in the overall grand scheme of it I mean it's definitely a unique show uh, recommend. Recommendation, I give it six. Uh, if it comes up, it comes up. I'm not going to really go out of my way to really uh, recommend it to somebody. Uh, so, total for me is 67. Hell yeah. What's up? It's me, Wikwiki, for uh, Kyosu Giga. Chad. I couldn't think of a funny <laughs> name. I like that. Um, personal enjoyment, I give it seven. Uh, animation, I give it seven. I felt like the animation was good, but it was clunky quite a bit. It, that's fair. Uh, I weirdly thought it fit to how it did, but out. it was still clunky. You know? Yeah. But what the type of show it is at the same time too, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fair. Like it's almost it's almost like intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, character development, I give a seven. Soundtrack, I give an eight. World building, I give a six. Plot, I give a five. Voice acting performance, I also gave a 6. Art style, I gave a 10. Uniqueness, I gave an 8. And recommendability, I gave a 6. For a total of 70. Nice. It was 69, but I bumped uniqueness up by a point after what you said, Zerio. So I bumped it up to 70. Well, our average for the show was 69. Good. That's oh, fuck yes. Well, what would it would have been if mine was 69? If I didn't change it, would it have stayed? We'll have rounded up to 69. Okay, but we, we got straight on. We got exactly 69. Hell yeah, that's because of you, Zario. <laughs> I aim to please. Yeah, you do. All right. So that is our discussion of Kiyosugiga. Reminder, the anime assignment this week is a comedy got kill. Um, if you guys like this split episode setup, let us know. Message us on Facebook. Um, get in the comment section of our posts and stuff like that. Just let us know. Uh, what you guys like and uh, want to see from us moving forward. But uh, this is our first episode of the new year, new season, season four of the Weekly Weaves podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's insane. It's lit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's lit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that will do it for us. We will see you guys Wait a second. Next. Don't forget that we have a Support the Creator button on Anchor, so if you want to support us, definitely go check that out. Give us money so we can get better stuff. Woo! To give you better content. That too. And also we could probably use the money to get past paywalls for creator not creators, uh actors like Jason Momoa's paywall that he has because he's a huge celebrity. Oh yeah. Stuff true. like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least to reach out to agents and stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And maybe, you know, we get enough good equipment, we can start some ASMR stuff, you can Get more premiere access to Wiki's OnlyFans. Yeah, I'll get one of those speakers that just look is in the shape of an ear. Better access. High to def a... cameras so you can see every hair follicle on my asshole. Mm-hmm. Get uh, ASMR of my uh, 
several laps. <laughs> you zipper. <laughs> uh, goes all the way down. <laughs> Dunk. Of what, this. Is your, what does your zipper sound like, my razor? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be automatic. You can't bend down that far. <laughs> all right. Guys, Bye. thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next week on the Weekly News Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. I wasn't replaced. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves Podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.